Hello, this is Pastor John. And DCE James. This is the Catechast, and we're talking about the Seventh Commandment. And what is that commandment? The Seventh Commandment, you shall not steal. And what does that mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. All right. Thank you, Martin Luther, for explaining that. Yeah. As we talk with all the commandments, there is something that God is protecting. There's a boundary he's placing within something that he values for us as humans. And Mm -hmm. so uh, how do we see God's love and grace as he gives to us this commandment? Well, God gives every person possessions. He gives everyone things that we are to look after and to to have and to, to do with for his glory. So it's kind of the opposite of that song, Imagine. Yeah. Imagine there's no possessions. <laughs> God does not shy away from possessions. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, yeah, so... It's, it's okay to have possessions and to be good stewards of them and to take care of them. You know, and in the scriptures, we don't want those possessions to rule us. That would right. be what we call idolatry. That's the first commandment, <laughs> is when a possession becomes an idol, something mm-hmm. that we fear, love, or trust more than God. But yeah, we do have possessions. And, and really, I see in this commandment, too, the rewarding of work. Yeah. That work, that labor has a reward in this life. And even the scriptures talk about us being rewarded for the good works we do in this life. We're not saved by our good works, but scripture talks about us being rewarded for the things that we do in this life that honor God and serve Mm -hmm. others. So yeah, there is this concept of of just compensation. So yeah, and so how does God want us to live in light of this knowledge? Well, that since we have possessions, we also can look after the things and possessions of our neighbor knowing that God is providing for us that we can then provide for other people. And there's almost a sense of reverence here too, that we, we have a reverence for the possessions we've been given mm-hmm. because God didn't have to give them to us. Yeah. They're a gift of grace. And then also we should have reverence for the possessions of others. And we want to uh, not take what's not ours, but also we want to... Um, positively protect the things that belong to others. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what are some challenges in understanding or believing this teaching? I think it's easier for us to say, well, I don't steal. Yeah, I I didn't go to 7-Eleven and steal a candy bar. I'm not Aladdin. I didn't take that bread. Right. But what does stealing actually look like in our lives now Mm -hmm. can be can be a difficult question for us. Yeah, I think that technology makes this a little bit more of a, a concern. Yeah. You know, you, you could, when I was in college, there was this thing called Napster. Yeah. Where, you know, you could go on and just like take music for free. <laughs> and really, if you would listen to your conscience, you'd know that that's stealing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, piracy, just like taking things that are not yours, even like I think this is the one of the biggest ones for middle schoolers is like, I think we've all been there in middle school where you didn't study very much for a test and you're sitting there next to your friend who's really smart and your eyes start to creep over to yeah. see what they're circling for that multiple <laughs> choice question. Or this is something my wife as a teacher deals with all the time is the issue of plagiarism. Yeah. And where, you know, kids are going to like copy their brother or sister's assignment from a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. or they're going to go online and just look up Google and swipe it, you know, Yeah. uh, that we're, we're not 
committing what we call intellectual theft. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I'd say laziness or, or sloth, if, if you yeah. want to get back into yeah. it. Just that idea of, I'm just going to relax, not do anything. Everything's going to come to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to put in the work. Yeah, and and we can see this when kids get jobs. Like, let's say that your kids are going to do detasseling, mm-hmm. and they're like the laziest kid. You know, they're <laughs> just like trying to get through and make money for, you know, working five minutes and resting for ten. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's a, a challenge: is teaching our kids to have hard work because, and I almost think that laziness is the is the root problem. Mm-hmm of stealing because when you steal you're cutting a corner to get something that you could have through hard work yeah and so we want to teach our kids how to have be you know able to work hard and endure you know monotony and discomfort uh, in work and then receive a just reward but stealing just wants to like swipe it and and take the path of least resistance Mm -hmm. and i think we can even extend this to, to uh, when it comes to giving to our church. Because in the book of Malachi, uh, God accuses his people of robbing him. And the people say, how are we robbing you? And he says, in, in your offering. Mm. And so when we don't contribute to our, our local congregation, when we don't give to our church for the purpose of the spreading of the gospel, yeah. then God actually says we're stealing from him. And uh, that's pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, teaching our kids from a very young age that their money is not their own is important. Yeah. And so, like, with our kids, we give them an allowance, uh, and then we, from that allowance, we help them to understand that a portion of it, like, look, we give you $3, but one of those dollars goes in the offering plate. Yeah. And so that they're learning that habit of this money's a gift. It's not mine. I'm a steward of it. And yeah. so I'm going to give it back. Yeah. So I think that the uh, other side of stealing is generosity, that we're generous people, that just as God mm. richly gave to us in Christ at his own expense, we give to others. So how does this, this teaching go against the world outside of Christianity? What are some maybe messages that we might hear out there? There's definitely the, the message of, I'm going to look after myself. Look out whatever, for everyone. Whatever I need to do to get what I want, I'm going to get it. Ever need means necessary, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so whether that's stealing or laziness, it's it's okay because it's it's what I want. It's what I need. Yeah. Like I'm going to get an A in this class even yeah. if I have to cheat. Yeah. Or yeah, or I'm going to get a paycheck even though I'm not doing any work. Mm-hmm. You know, lie on my time card or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are some conversations that we could have with our teenagers about this point? That each person has an obligation to really help their neighbor. We're given possessions. We're given an income to help other people mm-hmm. and to look out for other people. And it's not just I, a we in a, in a big sense, but it's me personally, James. I, I have an obligation to help people. Yeah, we're all part of a bigger story. Yeah. We're all part of a bigger network of relationships mm-hmm. where we all depend on each other. And if you know everybody behaved like a person who steals, the world would not work. And so yeah. the world works on self-sacrifice and on giving. Yeah, and I also, yeah, I just think that helping kids to recognize that basic truth that it's not all about you. Yeah. That uh, we have a God who gives richly and generously, even when we don't deserve it. 
Mm-hmm. And so we are called to be people who, uh, it's not about us. We, we give to others generously as well. Yeah. So how about scripture? Give us some Bible. All right. This is from Ephesians 4, verse 28. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. I just love that passage of, like what Martin Luther always does in the in a in the catechism, it's not only are you n- should you not do this, but work towards the good also. Yeah. yeah. Have a purpose with, mm-hmm. with that. That as the gospel changes our lives, we begin to uh, put to death yeah. the, the selfish action of stealing, and we bring to life that selfless action of, of doing something useful with mm-hmm. our hands. Yeah, it's amazing the way that hands can... Um, hands can either steal or they can do something useful. Yeah. So how about ways that we can pray for our kids? Pray for ways that your kid can serve other people and help other people, that they find ways to to use their possessions to encourage people. Like, for example, if your kid has a car to drive a, a neighbor to school, or if your kid has extra lunch to share that with somebody else. Those are pretty simple ways. Mm-hmm. I think also praying that, that hearts would be softened to know God's mercy and forgiveness mm-hmm. when there's a failure. Yeah. Because sometimes teenagers are going to get caught on this. They're yeah. going to get caught plagiarizing. They're going to get caught stealing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even young kids, young kids will do this. Like, you know, they'll swipe something from Target. Yeah. You know, or they'll put something in their pocket. And because, yeah, they're 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 not trained yet in the commandment mm-hmm. <laughs> and using that as an opportunity as a parent not to berate or to shame your kids but to use it as a gospel opportunity to show yeah. them not only did you break a school law or uh, a you know civil law but you broke God's law mm-hmm. and that's very serious yeah and yet what has God done for you in Christ to redeem you and forgive you? Yeah. And how does that change this conversation? Uh, yes, there's still going to be consequences, but let's use this as an opportunity to, to know the love and the grace of God. That's the seventh commandment. Uh, and next time we'll talk about the eighth. So we'll see you there.